0: Welcome to Significance Breed Success. My name is Daniel Peter. I'm your host. Today we have a rock star, the founder of you Screen. PJ Toddy is a rock star. I'm actually going to Washington, D.C. You're in the area. You live there. I love D.C. One of the most amazing places in the world to uh, be. Um, thanks for coming on, Dave. it. Thanks for having me. So you founded Uscreen, and uh, you guys do a lot of video uh, monetization. My background, I did, uh, you know, MMA fighting, WWE, and I saw the whole production world. And I had a YouTube partnership account back in the day, and we got hundred million views. And you know, we've done we've done some really cool stuff, and I love that world. Uh, I find that there's this world is taking like what media back in the day, CBS and CNN, and all those brands, and and making. Every single kid, you know, taking it to their cell phone and giving the ability for people to um, be their own entrepreneur.
1: How did you get yeah, in? Yeah, Absolutely. You're right. Media is totally shifting, um, especially online. Right. And the way I got into this is my previous company, my first company was a company, a web hosting company that helped um, all types of businesses, individuals, small businesses sell physical goods online. So e-commerce hosting. And that got me into video because some of those customers were also selling DVDs and they needed a simple way to stream the DVDs. And I wanted to build a solution for them to do that. Even though there was some digital downloads and basic on-demand services, there really wasn't a good way to do an all-in-one, one-stop shop for selling courses, membership sites, and the full platform and making it affordable.
0: So do you find I I find it. So when I was a kid, I grew up in Cupertino, California. And there are so many, so many of my friends went into the tech space, I was one of the only guys that went into the sports space, which is like the opposite direction. I find that um, today, more and more people are getting in and selling their own products, whether they have an SD account, they create video content, they uh, build an online business. In the next 10 to 20 years, where do you see this going? I see I see 50% of the people in the world selling something online, being a part of the online community, you know, being involved. What's your thought? Yeah,
1: absolutely. I think you're right about that. The pandemic, COVID really accelerated the adoption of technology as well as online streaming and so many things online, right? Online e-commerce basically. So that's only going to continue for the next you're right, decade, two decades, uh, the digital revolution is here and it's being adopted and it's not going anywhere. So it's only been accelerated. So I see a lot of opportunity with more and more people engaging online content as well as doing e-commerce. You're right, I think your vision is correct. More and more will continue to do that. You're right.
0: So one of my one of my students, uh, they just graduated. Uh, I own some private schools. And she came to me with this concept and and I looked it up and other people are doing it. But she's making these bears that are like foam bears with like these foam roses, putting these, I mean, it's beautiful what she's creating. She orders all the materials and she's like, I want to sell these things. And I'm like, do you have a website? Do you have an SD account? Do you have this? Do you have that? And she's like, no, 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 no. She's like, I barely have enough money. And I'm like, okay, so I'll give you 2000 bucks. So I gave her a loan for 2000. She's graduated my high school, right? But she showed up and she had a product. And so she's now doing a video shoot, a photography shoot on Friday with my videographer. She's, we're going to build a website for her with my, with my with my branding agency. So we, I love that world that I can be a part of impacting people's lives, being a leader. You being a CEO, I mean, what you do is, is the future how did you get the idea to start a company? And then what kind of like skill sets did you need to have? Um, I know you've had multiple companies, but maybe in the beginning, you know, you had one skill set of being a leader and today you're like, wow, I needed this whole other skill set to be able to, you know, get to the next level.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of skill sets are needed to do business. And I've learned that I actually have a lot of limitations myself and I need to constantly learn and adapt uh, to be able to do more, um, for example, like there's a saying in business that the first one year one, the first one million of annual revenue is it's different for you to get to ten million. Then ten to twenty is different. So every milestone per se of whether it's headcount or it's revenue in business um, really requires a different skill set, and that's definitely been true for us too. The company is six and a half years old. It's growing. We're pushing forward. We're helping. Uh, Over 10,000 customers make about $10 million a month. It's about $8 million per month in revenue, in digital sales. So it really is growing and we're doing amazing things for these businesses. But a lot of my skills are constantly tested and I have to push myself to learn more, achieve more, and hire the people that are smarter than me to be able to do those things because I definitely lack those skills. So I know I'm good at operations and business, but I can definitely do a lot more.
0: So I like what you just said is, is I hire people that are smarter than me. Do you find today, and I still see it in business, uh, that people have like this ego mentality on like growing their business and, and it's I wouldn't say it's challenging for them, but I would say that they're not open and willing to learn to really get to the real goal.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, you're right about that in some ways, because I do see that hiring smarter people helps a lot. And initially when I learned about Um, someone told me that actually a business advisor of mine long time ago said, hire people smarter than you. And when I learned about that, I thought to myself, why would I do that? Because they might take over the business when I was younger. That was my initial feedback on that. But it, you know, doing business is hard. So I think it's definitely, I was just naive and inexperienced to think that you have to hire people smarter than you to be able to innovate and do a lot more. It's a must, especially with the digital age internet moves so fast there's no physical limitation of a lot of merchandise per se yes of course you're selling physical goods and stuff whatever that may be but it's just there's so basically what i'm saying is even if you're doing physical e-commerce digitally the storefront is is not there right you might have a warehouse for storage but really you don't need the storefront with the sign and all those people that need to show up to the store so that takes a lot away from that, you know, hardship of having to maintain a brick and mortar storefront, the storefronts online. Of course, that comes with its headaches, but uh, it makes it a lot easier for people to learn how to do the same thing. So there's a lot of competition in online business is a way to look at it.
0: So, so people come to you, you help build their companies out, right? And what do you, how do you help them see? Because there's a lot of like processes and systems that you have to be able to get to those goals, right? And I find that the human component is probably the most challenging piece versus the process and systems of how to actually build out what you're doing. I mean, how do you inspire, lead, and and build um, those CEOs and those presidents to be able to get to that next level?
1: Yeah, a lot of what we do, we have a success program which teaches them how to do business, right? Online business. And it's definitely been a challenge because you have to teach someone how to do run a digital company and uh, become a digital marketer, per se. So that's definitely a challenge. The majority don't know how to do that. Um, so that's an ongoing process for us to build and improve. It's never going to stop. But it's a really fun, challenging component of this business. And unfortunately, some people just don't succeed. They really don't. So we have the burden on our side to educate them with a significant cost. But we also have the burden of making sure the customer is someone who wants to succeed and is willing to put in the work and obviously is willing to learn how to run a digital business. And it's not for everyone. What's your opinion on college for the future
0: generations? When things go to digital business, people can graduate, you know, online with high school these days. Uh, College costs $100,000. And then if you want to start a, you know, a digital business company, that's going to cost you even more money to take out loans and you're in a bunch of debt. What's your thought on, uh, you know, just starting while you're in high school, middle school? like starting, I've seen it done before. Yeah. Um, anybody can start a digital business today, anywhere they're at, uh, have a computer, cell phone and, and, and start putting it together. Where do you think that's gonna go?
1: College and, 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 you know, extended learning? Yeah, absolutely. That's a really good point, Daniel. To be honest, um, like I finished half my college. So I could tell you from things that I lack from not finishing college. Right, I think definitely school is an amazing thing because it forces you and teaches you to learn. Right, it's a program, and it's been around for a long time, so it's a good thing. It teaches you and forces you to learn. I think that's really powerful, um, and it also gives you a really good basement of skills. Uh, with that being said, acquiring debt while you're in school is not a good thing. It takes a long time to pay off debt. It really does. And um, some people have it for a very long time. And then two, definitely, (laughs) when you're in school, you're missing out on business opportunities, right? So it's a give and take scenario. Um, When you're starting out really young, you even said high school, middle school, high school, 2021, early college years, per se, and you're starting to do business and you start to learn the online, online world and you start to build those skills. Uh, that's 100% going to help you in business. When you're in college, you're not going to learn those skills, right? So it's, it's different skills. So it's a give and take scenario. I started working when I was really young, 16, 17. I'm, you know, 40 now. So the internet wasn't really well-rounded in the early 2000s when I was just getting out of college, per se, or half the college. But I still got some exposure to that uh, extent early on. What I will say about that, those, the early years that I got internet or any type of business experience, those skills still carry on with me. So it's almost like what happens is you build these skills early on and they, they're just growing up with you. And you'll see that in this company that I'm doing business, I'm really using the same skills I learned pretty much 15, 20 years ago. It's kind of crazy. Of course, I've learned many different things, but it really kind of snowballed from that level. So school versus business, both are important. It's absolutely a trade-off. You you really are kind of missing out on one versus the other in some ways.
0: It's really interesting you say, like you said, I I think you phrased it as you're missing business opportunities while in school. And I find that so many kids are going to school, but they're not even thinking about the opportunities they, they could have with a part-time job or a full-time job or starting their own company, most students. And then I meet some rock stars who are starting a company. Like I have one student from Nova Southeast University when I was teaching there that has her own hair company. She sells products online and she has a great story that goes with it. So it's interesting how many people see or or you know follow a Gary Vee or follow you know a PJ or follow you know whoever out there. Uh, to be able to learn the right tools to be able to get to the next level. Um, tell me a little bit about like, if somebody comes to you and I really want to understand this, cause I've, I've, I've had the uh, blessings to be able to spend a lot of time with people in your space. Um, and I really like the online side of it. Um, tell me what the steps are. So somebody comes to you and they want to start a company. How, um, how do they find you guys? Obviously, you're probably pretty good at uh, on, on digital marketing, um, but you probably look for a very specific person too, um, you know, th- that has that, because you want them to succeed on this stuff. How do you do that? What are the steps?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So first we do a lot of marketing, um, and like you said, search engine marketing, but we also have some sales, which then nurtures that lead once they come in. I want everyone to think of marketing like this, like you'll hear a lot of people say sales or marketing. See, marketing, what it does is it educates the lead. Not only are you found, but so for example, you go to Google, you type in sell videos online, you you already know what you want. One, you're vetted. You're kind of like, okay, well, I want to make money with videos. Two. You see us, you click the link, you land on a blog, you read, you're educated. Then you make contact based on the website. So the lead is very vetted and educated when it comes to marketing. Uh, So we do a lot of content marketing to answer your question, to really get customers to find us. Then once the customer makes contact, the salesperson then reaches out to them. So in this case, marketing is very important. I invite everybody to start that very early on because you want to get in front of your audience. And you want to write content that educates them google and search engines love that they'll rank it and then you're going to be found and then in that case people make contact also search engine marketing content marketing is a long play and it takes months or a few years to really master um, youtube videos are also a type of marketing youtube is a, you know the biggest video search engine Um, so you want to use marketing to really engage your users and and it takes time, but it's very effective. So you guys have over 5,000 customers globally
0: and it's not, um, yeah, I mean, it's not for everybody. I mean, there's some major companies you guys have worked with. I mean, Toys R Us and Zumba and, and some massive companies. The tips and tools that you guys even learn after, let's say a Zumba or Toys R Us or, You know, what other other brands, um, because different brands have different products. I find that so many brands today try to market a product versus market education. And people are being thrown so much ads, like, check this out, it's so cool, versus how it adds value to people, like the information about it. What's your thought on people just throwing content out there to, to show off product versus really helping people get educated of why their product is superior um, or unique.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point. To be honest, I'm not for the first um, part that you mentioned, like kind of doing the sales car salesman pitch of, hey, get rich fast, or hey, I have a car and I make a lot of money and I'll teach you how to do it too. I've never been a fan of that approach. Um, And there's many online marketers that do it now, all the way from real estate, a lot of real estate actually exists around that, all the way to different ways to do sales online with digital products and so forth and selling informational products. So, yes, there's a lot of that and it's unfortunate. They kind of go after a demographic that's like kind of gets excited and then pays five hundred dollars for a course or a thousand bucks and then has a very, very small chance of success. Versus the second option not to toot our own horn is to educate the customer, educate the customer on what you do and how they can also succeed, right? How you do it better, uh, whatever your values and advantages and pros are for your platform. But not only that, you educate the consumer, the viewer, the reader, you educate them on the different ways they can become successful, the different niches they can be in our case of how to become successful, right? What niches do extremely well. How should they gain an audience? How should they um, you know, build an email list? All those different things educates our customer. And then when someone's like, oh, I wanna build an email list, they Google that, they find us, but then they see, oh, they can also sell videos. That's how you can do proper marketing to educate that audience and bring them into your funnel. Um, So I'm absolutely for educating the user, finding the right audience. So they stick around longer, the lifetime value LTV, rather than a get rich quick type sales pitch, which is a very noisy out there. And you're going to continue to see a lot of that. Um, especially with Facebook ads and all those different things, I I run into them personally as well, um, you know. So you kind of got to read through the lines. It's a little difficult.
0: I Personally, love when people inform me of the um, the value of their product because I love being a customer of great products. Um, like my second dad, he owned Toyota dealerships in Southern California. So I loved, I had Priuses for, I don't know, eight years from like that. And I love the Prius. Um, yeah. When I had a kid and he's three months old now and my fiance and, and everything. And, and so now I got, a, I got an SUV, right? And But I only bought an SUV because of the value on tax incentives for having something over 6,000 pounds. So it's interesting. My buddy was like, why don't you do this? You can write off the whole thing. So it's interesting to be able to see for me how it aligns with my vision, um, to be able to create that. Um, one last question. And I know I asked this to a lot of uh, presidents and CEOs and founders. Um, what is one thing that you don't have that if you had it, you would be able to make more impact on people's lives because you're building so much economic development within communities around the world. And I really, um, if I had a hat, I'd take it off for you. And I, I, I appreciate people like you that um, do that because we need more um, economic development in, in some areas. We need, you know, we can hire people. We can, you know, grow. So what's that one thing that if you had it, because somebody listening to this might, might say, hey, I, I know that, and they might contact you. Um, obviously, people can contact you, uh, and we'll plug your sites too. But um, what's that one thing?
1: Yeah, I think that's, it's personal influence. Like uh, one of the reasons I'm on your podcast is just to get awareness uh, and build my personal brand. But if my personal brand was a lot stronger, it absolutely helps. And I'm starting it now. It's only getting stronger, but it takes time. The reason I say that is the influence of me having a stronger brand enables me to create more awareness for what we do in order to, and I'll be able to help more people. So, um, you know, if you notice people that have big followings, like yourself, you have a great following on your Instagram and other social channels. It's very easy for you to get your message out, right? You already have so many followers. So as your following gets bigger, it's kind of like an email list per se. It's really easy to start something new or tell some people how you feel or what something new you have, a new foundation, organization, donation, whatever that may be. It gets to market really quickly rather than someone who doesn't have any kind of social capital per se or a website or email list so absolutely i think building the influence is one of the things that i would pick
0: awesome um i will keep that in my mind and some people on here will, will do some good posts for you uh pj i really appreciate your time today can you real quick plug your website where you can go i know your linkedin is awesome um anything else you want to you want to you want to knock out Absolutely. Yeah, you
1: can find you can actually anybody can email me, PJ, P as and Paul, Jason Jack at UScreen.tv. That's the letter U. And then screen.tv. That's also our website, uscreen.tv. Instagram, I think, is slash or at UScreen TV. And find me on LinkedIn is a great way for everyone to connect with me. PJ Tai T A E I is my last name. Awesome. I really
0: appreciate you, bro. Hey guys, every week, significance breeds success. Every Tuesday, thanks for joining us today. Uh, I'm glad PJ added some value for all of us. Um, BJ, have an amazing week. Appreciate it, bro.
1: Awesome. Thank you.
0: You got it.